Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Brand Mary Podcast. I am so excited that you are here joining me for this brand storytelling mega episode. You know, truth be told, I had another episode planned for episode 53. I had another topic in mind. But recently, I wrapped up a special challenge that I typically only host once a year. And this challenge was all about brand communication. Well, inside of that challenge on day three, I talked more about brand storytelling. And I don't know if the stars aligned or if my energy was at a new place or I've just talked about this a lot in the last six years, but it was an amazing training and I got such incredible feedback that I knew I needed to share it with you. So we have taken that live video and we have repurposed it for the podcast. So you can really take a deep dive into brand storytelling and what I think is one of my best trainings to date. We're gonna talk about why brand storytelling is so important and the crucial steps that people forget when it comes to brand storytelling in their business. I'm also sharing the different types of brand stories that I recommend every business have, as well as actionable steps that you can take to start sharing your brand storytelling in your branding and your marketing. Again, more on the difference between these inside of today's episode, but I am so excited for you to dive in. It's also quite fitting because on day three of the challenge, we had just opened the doors to a presale of Brand Mary Academy. Well, that presale is oh, is over now, but as you've probably seen, the doors are now publicly open to Brand Mary Academy. So you have an opportunity to join us inside of Brand Mary Academy before Tuesday, September 6th. And throughout this live training that we've repurposed for the podcast, you're gonna hear me talk a lot about the Academy and how we teach you to elevate your brand storytelling, your branding, and of course your marketing inside of our trainings and our support. And so if you've been considered joining us inside of Brand Mary Academy, this will be your final chance to join in 2022. And because it is the final chance and we've made some amazing improvements, we're also offering a massive discount, but only for this week. So ending on Tuesday, September 6th. So as you dive into today's episode, keep that in mind. Know that the very next step for you is Brand Mary Academy. And all of the juicy goodies that I'm sharing in today's episode will only further be heightened and elevated inside of the trainings of the Academy. I'd love for you to check it out. You can head to brandmary.com slash academy after you listen to today's episode to learn more and join us before the end of the year. Again, this is going to be your final chance to join in 2022 with some amazing bonuses, a special discount on alumni, and for the first time ever, we are offering a month-to-month -month option. If you've been around for a while, you know that's a big deal because previously it was a 12-month commitment to be inside of the program. All right, without further ado, let's get into this mega episode of brand storytelling. I absolutely can't wait for you to dive in and start applying these concepts. And of course, I hope you'll take the next step in building your sustainable, authentic, and efficient business and join us inside of Brand Mary Academy. 
I originally started my business in 2016 and I spent like eight months trying to brand myself online with zero success. And don't think that I wasn't doing things. Like I had a website, I was showing up, I was going live. It was back when Periscope was a thing. I started a Facebook group, like I was doing all of the things and I wasn't making any money in my business. I thought I knew what branding was based on what I had been taught, based on what I had learned in you know college, but I was missing a really important mark. And when I took a step back around end of August, early September, like literally this time. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. I just realized that. I fell in love with the concept of brand storytelling and emotional branding. I think I found a random article on the internet that just sparked my interest. And as a Virgo, I just dove deep into the research. And I started really incorporating brand storytelling into my life. I started incorporating it into every aspect of my business, every live video I did, every email that I did. And my audience started to respond. I didn't really change much about my business. I just started to create better content. And as a result, I signed my very first client on the day that I walked out of my nine to five and I was like, all right, this is it. And I continue to use boring storytelling in my business today. I've been featured on multiple podcasts. We're talking about brand storytelling. I've shared my experience about brand storytelling on Entrepreneur, Authority Magazine, Thrive Global. My story's been featured on CNBC. And so I'm obsessed with this topic obsessed. And I know how powerful it is and how it can completely transform your business. And so I'm bringing it today. Are you ready? <laughs> I've got a lot of info for you and I'm going to share with you some stories that I really recommend you get started with, especially if you've never, you know, integrated brand storytelling into your content and your marketing before. When we think of brand storytelling, we think of our brand story, our founder story. Inside of the academy, we also teach you how to connect with your story as well as your ideal customer story. So those as that aspect of brand storytelling really starts at the very first stages of developing your business, okay? This is where a lot of people stop though. They'll like write their brand story, they'll write their about me page, maybe they'll share their brand story once in an email, once on social media, and then they're like, great, we're done here. You're not done at all. The second part of this is going to be brand storytelling as it relates to marketing. So integrating storytelling into your marketing efforts. I challenge my audience to tell a, single, a story in every piece of content that they create, every blog post, every video, every podcast, every email, every social post. I'm gonna share why that is so important and how it makes an impact, but that's what we're talking about when we're talking about brand storytelling in marketing. So we are gonna talk more about this today and inside of Brand Mary Academy, we have an entire training on brand story marketing, how to incorporate it, here we go. So we are gonna talk more about how to create content solely for story, micro stories for social media, email marketing, all those different aspects because storytelling isn't just reserved for your website, it needs to be incorporated into all of your marketing. Why brand storytelling? Why is it so important? Why are we so obsessed with it? And mind you, I have really been in love, like I mentioned in the beginning, I have been in love with brand storytelling since 2016 when it completely transformed my business. I think it's definitely more popular now. Like it, everyone is really talking about it. It's a buzzword, which just tells you that it is essential to your marketing, is essential to your messaging and your copywriting. So this was the first quote that I saw that just, I think it, it directed my life and I think it encompasses brand storytelling so well. It's from Zig Ziglar and it says, if someone likes you, they'll listen to you. If they trust you, they'll do business with you.
So we think when we think about marketing today and likes and hearts and saves and all of those different things, they don't always translate, even views, they don't always translate into purchases, into sales. And so this is the part, this is the connection piece, the trust piece that you absolutely have to have in order to lead someone from, hey, I'm a fan of your brand to, hey, I'm a paying client of your brand, right? And so when I first heard this quote, I really allowed it to transform the way that I showed up online and dove headfirst into brand marketing. So why is brand storytelling so important? How does it play a role? How does it build trust? Well, we know that purchase decisions are built on trust and connection. They are made from an emotional level, a subconscious level, okay? They're not based on logic. And so a lot of people, when they're marketing their products, they're marketing their services, they're really focused on how many modules are included or what you get in your photo session or what's gonna be delivered after your consultation with a graphic designer, rather than what those individual things actually provide them. Tomorrow, we're gonna to dive a little bit more into brand messaging where you'll see all of this come together in sharing that emotional aspect that desire aspect to all of your marketing and messaging moving forward. But brand storytelling is so powerful because it allows you to showcase, you know, to share empathy with your ideal customer. Because as we talked about before, they're experiencing a problem, they're experiencing a struggle, and people want to feel seen and heard and understood. Brand storytelling is a great way to do that. You can also build trust and connection because you're opening up, you're, sh you're being vulnerable, right? And I don't want you to think that brand storytelling is that you share everything online, that you talk about every little thing that happens. That's not what it's about. But you, there is an aspect where you are inviting people into your world behind the brand, all of those different pieces. It also is a great way to showcase your authority, your knowledge, your expertise, the things that you have overcome, and it makes your content more memorable. There are very few things that do all of that when it comes to marketing. I want to share this story with you and let me know if you've heard this actually because I've shared it on a few podcasts. I know a lot of you listen to the podcast I've been on or the Brand Married podcast, but this is my favorite example of how powerful brand storytelling is no matter what you sell because we often think that it only applies to someone who has a really strong personal brand or someone who is in like the coaching space, but that is not true. So there was an experiment that was done on eBay years ago where these two researchers purchased a hundred items. So these hundred items were typically around the dollar mark. They got them at like the dollar store. They spent a total of $129 on a hundred items. Okay. So we're talking like low budget kind of cheap items, just so we're all clear. They then hired creatives to develop stories about each of those items. One of those particular items was a paperweight, all right? They bought the paperweight for $147. This creative wrote an entire story about this paperweight, basically made up a story, right? About this paperweight, where it was from, what it meant, who had it, and it sold for $197. A $1.47 sold for $197. The product wasn't what sold, it was the story, all right? So whether you have, whether you have, you know, um, a product business, a service-based business, a consulting, like brand storytelling can support your products and your services, all right? And I saw Kimberly said, I've heard this genius before. Yes, yes. So again, incredibly powerful. 
I mentioned before that brand storytelling also makes your content more memorable. We also know that your content is 22 times more memorable when you integrate storytelling into it. So as I'm going to share with you when we get into the, the, like the pieces of like how to actually tell stories, storytelling doesn't have to be an entire social media post that's a story or an entire email that's a story. Power to if you want to do that, I do it. It's kind of, I love it. It's kind of my thing. But it can be a single sentence or two where you are just sharing a story, a moment in time with your audience. It's going to make your content more memorable because we as human beings gravitate towards story. Storytelling is a universal language, no matter what language you might speak. We also know, hey, I'm coming to have with the stats because I do my research and I love my strategy. 86% of consumers say that authenticity is a key factor when deciding what brands they will like and support. So when you can show up and share stories from your life that connect with your ideal customer, that connect with where they are on their journey, you're building trust with them, right? You're showcasing, you're showing up, you're, you're being authentic. 81% of consumers say that they need to be able to trust a brand in order to buy from them. So this just goes right back to the quote that we said at the very beginning, where it's not just enough for someone to like you. They need to trust you. They need to trust you and your business and the promise that you are ultimately you know, giving to them as a result of your product or your service, all right? And finally, because I'm one more reason why we love brand storytelling and I think this is the reason that a lot of people don't talk about is the effect that it has on brand affinity. Do you know what brand affinity is? Anyone? If, you, if you've read my blog, you definitely know. Brand affinity is when a consumer believes that a particular brand shares the same values as them. Okay, so it's deeper than just a knowledge of the brand. It's so much deeper than just brand awareness. And it's where you begin to really connect with a consumer on a personal level, right? A more personal and emotional level. And brand affinity has been proven to lead to higher brand retention for your consumer, for your clients, right? So when we think about marketing, we get a lot of messages about just get more leads, just get in front of more people. Yes, that's important. Yes, we want that to be consistent, but we don't wanna forget about the clientele that have already said yes to us. You know, and when you have a business specifically where you can have an ascension of products, so you can have someone who maybe buys a course for you and then comes up and moves into like a group program and then maybe moves into a one-on-one or somebody buys a wedding photography package with you and then they have a family and they want to come back and use you for your photos. I've used the same photographer for years because of this exact reason. The client retention is part of marketing that so many people forget. The second someone, I always say email marketing is so essential, right? The second someone gives you their email address, they're basically saying yes to your brand. It's like the first swipe of a credit card, all right? Take care of those people, absolutely. But the second that someone is paying you for your product or your service, they should become top priority for your business. I have been working with multiple clients for four and five years in my business. Some of you on right now, I can see your faces, bought my very first course in 2017. All right? Brand storytelling, trust, do not dismiss it. It's incredibly powerful. I always tell my clients inside of the academy, it's a lot easier to retain a client than it is to constantly be finding new ones. All right?
Nuke said I would make all my purchase from companies with the same values as myself if I could. Absolutely. And I don't think you always can, right? I totally get that. But it is definitely something that we're striving for. And when it comes to a big purchase decision, I think it's incredibly important. My family and I bought a mattress recently. Here's a great example. My family and I bought a mattress last year and um, I was, I'm a research junkie. So I was going through all the different options. I was going through all the brands. I was comparing and I found a brand. I always go to the about me page because I want to know about the brand. I want to know why they do what they do. And I want to know if they're going to share anything with me about their values or sustainability, different things like that. And I found this particular brand and they talked about, about deforestation and they talked about planting trees and sustainability. And I was like, done. So this is it. So then when my mom had to buy a mattress, guess who I referred her to? And then when we needed a mattress for my son, guess who we refer, guess who we bought from? And these are not low price mattresses, right? So do not underestimate this connection piece, this value piece. Okay. And again, we just talked about about me, but brand storytelling is not just reserved for your about me page or your bio, right? That someone asked that you're being interviewed for. It can be used everywhere. It can be used absolutely everywhere in your marketing. Sounds good, doesn't it? Do we like it? Do we like brand storytelling? Can you all see and hear me okay still? It looks a little glitchy, but going with it. We're just going to keep going, slight pause, get back into it. All right? Okay. So now I want to start talking about what makes a great story in business, because it is not the same as just, you know, reading your favorite, you know, biography or picking up your favorite fiction book, right? It's not the same because we're running businesses. <laughs> we actually need someone to take action, to purchase something, to subscribe, to do the thing that makes our business move forward. So there are definitely some core pieces that you do not want to miss when it comes to brand storytelling. So we're going to talk about what makes a great story in business, and then we're going to talk about how to get started. I'm going to share with you a few different types of stories that you can share. Okay. And of course, if you have questions about brand storytelling, get those ready because I want to answer those live for you today. All right. So number one, all right, are you ready? Know your audience. Hey, we just talked about this yesterday. I wonder why we did that. You absolutely need to know your audience when it comes to brand storytelling. The number one mistake that entrepreneurs make when it comes to brand storytelling is they're telling stories for themselves. They're like, Ooh, someone would probably want to know this fun fact about me, or I feel like people need to know this. It's not about you. The story might be yours, but it's not intended for you. You are not the one buying the thing from yourself. Okay. So you absolutely need to know your audience. The reason this is so important, and I want you to think of like a funnel, okay? You've got all these stories, you've got all these experiences, you've got so much that you can pull from for brand storytelling. But every single story needs to go through a funnel to qualify it. Is this story going to be valuable for my audience? Is this story going to connect to my brand directly? If it doesn't, put it in a safe space, maybe you can circle back to it. But if it does, then we get to put it out into the world. So one of the other things that I recommend my clients do before they even start writing their story or incorporating a particular story in their content is to ask themselves and identify the specific value it brings to their ideal customer. 
Now, this particular value might be that you're answering, answering a really common question. This particular value might be inspiration. Maybe you love inspiring your audience. Your audience loves when you share moments where you've overcome something or a client's overcome something and that really inspires them, right? It could be that you're teaching them something based on a lived experience. So there are all kinds of different ways that content can provide value. It doesn't have to just be how to, but it's important that you identify that right out of the gate. So again, you it's just like who you could serve. You can serve everyone, right? We've got all of these stories. We've got all these different things that we can share. We need to run them through our funnel of ideal customer knowledge and say, is this beneficial to my ideal customer? Is this something that will register and resonate with my ideal customer? And what specifically is the value that this story will provide? Okay. Number two, the four C's, the four C's of storytelling. All right. You ready for this? Write this down if you're not already. All right. Number one, character. Then we've got conflict, conclusion, CTA, character, conflict, Conclusion, CTA. Does it remind anyone of like eighth grade where you like learned about like a story arc? Yep. It's very similar, but we did cut out a lot of nonsense because we have character limit on social media <laughs> and we don't want to write emails that are like 75 chapters. Okay. So what do I mean by character? I mean, it has to have a central focus. Now the character of your story when it comes to marketing can be you and probably oftentimes will be you because you are sharing more about your personal brand, about the mission of your business, why you do what you do, why you've created what you've created. It can also be about a client. So client testimonials, a brand storytelling strategy that a lot of people miss out on. Anytime that I'm gearing up for a launch, we always reach out to anyone that's provided a testimonial that we would like to feature a full like case study or story of because it's so powerful. It allows people to step into that client's shoes, really imagine themselves through the process. And so it can be you, it can be your client. It can also be figurative. Okay. So think about like, if you're reading a sales page and it says something like, imagine if you could dot, 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 right? You can put your cus your ideal customer as the character of your story as well. And the character can also be your product or your service, which is one of my favorite types of stories to sell, uh, to use in selling. Anytime we're launching Brandmary Academy, for instance, I always tell the story of why I created the program. In fact, you'll get that email this evening on brand storytelling day, right? So your character, the center, the focus again, can be a variety of things, but we absolutely need a character. The second thing that you need for amazing storytelling is conflict or tension. There has to be something that's going to need a resolve. All right. So I'll give you an example of a micro story that I've shared before. And it's actually about the moment that I discovered that storytelling made your content more memorable. So the, the, the story that I share with my marketing says, I remember sitting in the hall with thousands of other entrepreneurs, pen and paper in hand and completely shocked. Okay. That's my tension, right? Oh my gosh. What was she shocked about? What happened? I need to resolve this tension that I feel. Tell me more. This is just a key in storytelling. And then I go on to say the speaker on stage said that brand storytelling makes your content 22 times more memorable. And I knew that I was on to something. 
And I actually used that as an example in a post where I then went on to create a whole blog on brand storytelling and sharing some of my top tips. So it was a short little two sentence story and then I shared a bunch of tips. The example for this is the tension, right? Think about your favorite show. We just started watching the new um, Game of Thrones like prequel, I guess. The tension in that show is insane, right? And think about your favorite show as it starts to end and the tension that they create so you have to come back the next week to relieve that tension. We need that as human beings. And so if you can introduce that into your storytelling, it's going to make it more effective. Which then leads to the third C, which is conclusion or the resolve. Now, don't leave people hanging. We need to resolve. So tell them what happened, take them down, help them breathe. This is a great technique with storytelling. Now, in Side Primary Academy, we talk more about open looping. If you're not familiar with that, it's essentially when you see series, TV shows, series, soap operas, different things like that, that introduce something in one episode and actually don't resolve it for like one, two, or three episodes down. You can do that in your email marketing as well. But typically with uh, short form content like social media or writing a blog or something that's like consume this one thing, you'll want to have the tension or conflict and the resolve in the same story. And then finally, the fourth C, because we're business owners, is your CTA. What do you want someone to do? Do you want them to comment? Do you want them to visit a link in your bio? Do you want them to sign up for your class? Do you want them to buy your product or service? Always have a CTA. This is just like 101 with marketing, but always give them a next step. Because if someone has made it this far, You've obviously hooked them in some way, so give them a way to continue with your brand and your business. All right, so those are your four C's. Any questions about those, please let me know. Again, we've got character, conflict, conclusion, and CTA. All four need to be present inside of your story or piece of content. And then our third element to creating great stories in business is to paint a picture. Choosing emotionally charged copy, which makes your audience feel something or imagine something or feel like they're right there next to you while whatever it is you're talking about is actually happening, is fantastic for pulling your audience in. It just makes the story better. So I just gave you an example of that where I started that story and I said I was sitting in a room with a thousand, thousands of other entrepreneurs with a pen and paper in my hand. You immediately can, vision, can envision that in your mind and be present in the story with me. So you've probably noticed that these three elements that I'm sharing are ancient storytelling practices. Sometimes our best marketing strategies really come back to understanding what has worked for freaking centuries. And so don't skimp on painting a picture for your audience. And again, I just shared with you an example that's literally only two sentences. Now you might be like, okay, well, how do I know what kind of language to say? Or how do I know what will register? Because of your ideal customer research. Because when you know the specific language that your audience is using to, de to describe their struggle or their desire, you can also tie that into your copy as well. So another example that I have is one that I often share um, around my founder story. So this is a great example of a type of story that might be longer, okay? So think about um, your About Me page, right? Your founder story on your About Me page, it's long. Mine's really long. 
Okay, you can go read it if you want, highly recommend. Um, it's really long because I want to share my founder story, I want to share why I created my brand and the mission behind my brand. So I've taken this big story, but I cherry pick pieces of it out frequently to share in my marketing. One of those is the moment that I decided to start my business. And so this micro story that I've shared before multiple times because I repurpose my content all the time is about the moment that I told my husband I wanted to start my business. So I said in the story, and I'm paraphrasing because I never remember exactly what it is. I remember sitting there on the couch completing being completely exhausted via postpartum, holding my son. I looked up, I turned to my husband and I said, I want to leave my job. He paused and he said, okay, what do you want to do? Right? And then I kind of go into like, this is how my entire business started. So again, with painting a picture, I'm sitting on the couch, I'm holding my baby. I'm in a postpartum fog. Like you can imagine it turning to my husband. He obviously was not in front of me, right? I'm turning to my husband and what I said. And if you've ever been in that situation, if you've ever done that, you probably also were like, oh my gosh, I remember that too, right? And so clearly I know my ideal customer. <laughs> Many of you are my ideal customer. And so I know that that story is going to connect on a deeper level with my audience. It's also a great way for setting up a piece of content or a how-to or anything in my business. I got another micro story for you. Let's do another one. This is focused on how-to. So I often share tips and tricks. It's like one of my favorite things to do. I am a strategist by nature. And so another micro story that I love to share, and I think I even have this in my SEO blog post, goes a little something like this. I was sitting in a New York restaurant with my husband when I got a text message from my cousin that said, you're on page one of Google. I looked up, completely shocked, and told my husband the news. Turns out all of the work I had been doing on blogging and SEO, then I actually go into sharing those tips. But this story shows my authority, it's building connection, it's memorable, and then I can lead into the actual how-to that I am okay? All right, let me know if you have any questions about that. Sandra, good stories, great energy. Thanks, I love it. And, um, and now let's, so those are, again, just to recap, so those are the three things that really make a great story in business. Always having these three things, really knowing your audience, running through the filter, having your four C's, and painting a picture. All right, using language to paint a picture, invite your audience in. Now, let me give you four types of stories that you can get started creating today. All right, so the very first one, and I've talked about it quite a bit, is your brand story or your founder story. This story can be used in a multitude of ways. So the very first thing that you can do is write your about me page story, and just so we're all clear, I do believe and will believe this until the end of time that you're about me should be about you, the brand, the person behind the brand. Now, it's not just you talking to your audience. You also invite them in via your storytelling and you always circle it back to how you support them at the end. But tell me a time when you have been looking into a brand and you went to the about me page and wanted to know anything about yourself. Like when I was reading the about me page for that mattress company, I didn't want them to talk about me. I wanted to know about them. That's the whole point. So I know it's controversial. I know there's a lot of people out there that say that your about me page should be your products, should list your services and how you support your client. There is an aspect to that, but at the end of the day, it is really about 
who you are, the person behind the brand, the mission behind the brand, the values behind the brand, why the brand ultimately exists. And inside of Mary Academy, we actually teach the heroine's journey or the hero's journey, whichever pool you fall into, because it is so important. So if you haven't already created the story, you need to create it, write it. I've got YouTube videos. We teach you how to do it inside of Brand Mary Academy on a deeper level, but I do have free content that walks you through this process as well. From this story, you can cherry pick different things out, repurpose them for social media, put a blurb on your homepage, put a blurb in your uh, sidebar of your blog, add a shortened version of your founder story to your freebie, share it on a video, I could keep going, right? This story will allow you to really get started with telling people who you are, why your business exists, and really starting to build that brand affinity. So if you don't already have that story, if you don't already have that story, that is the very first place that I would start. And then as you start creating content, whether you're teaching a how-to or sharing a client testimony or whatever type of content you're creating, you can also interweave parts of that brand story into that content. Just like I shared with you about the moment where I was on the couch talking to my husband. Anuksa did my About Me page from your video a year ago. Yes, it's a very good video. If you think my free content is good, wait till you see my paid content. <laughs> All right, so we've got brand story, founder story, that's number one, don't miss this. And incorporating those key pieces like mission and value, you know, why, the why behind your business is really, really helpful when it comes to building connection, trust, and ultimately brand affinity, like we talked about before. All right, number two, a product or offer story. Yes, each of your individual products or offers can have their own story attached to them. These are incredibly helpful when you are actually promoting the product or the, the service, whatever it is. Now, I love to include a story about why I created something on my sales page, okay? And again, you'll be able to see that in just a little bit for Brand Mary Academy. But I also incorporate it into my social media content, into my email content, into my Facebook ads, into any of my ads when I'm promoting an actual product or service. Again, it's just a great way to incorporate brand storytelling into the actual selling process. So again, this is very similar to the founder story for your brand as a whole, but more focused on the individual product or service that you are offering. So think about the why behind the product or service, the mission, any promise that you're ultimately making via your product or service. It can also include how it works. Like if you did something really specific or you designed a program in a specific way because of an experience that you had, that's fantastic. If you have a specific framework that you deliver on and why, you can share that as well. And even client stories, right? Client stories, client testimonials, those all contribute to product or service storytelling. So for example, Brand Mary Academy, I originally created Brand Mary Academy in 2020 because I had gotten so tired of marketing on social media and in Facebook groups. It was how I built my business to six figures. It totally worked at, the t worked at the time, but it basically was like, if I wasn't showing up and talking about something, then I wasn't growing my business or I had to pay for ads and I just didn't want to do that. I didn't want to spend all my money on advertising. So I started to explore alternative ways. I started to look at Pinterest. I started to use blogging. I fixed my SEO and started ranking on SEO so people could find me via Google. And I started to see that take off and I realized that more entrepreneurs needed these skills in their life if they were going to build a brand without the burnout. 
that's an example of a product story, all right? And again, that story, a variation of that, is listed on my sales page, it's in my email marketing as well. So the next step after you have your founder story is create a story or tell the story about why you have a specific product or service. One of my clients who is a wedding photographer, I think I talked about her yes, last, I talked so to so many people yesterday, there were so many calls, Maybe this was actually on our strategy call, but one of my clients, we've worked one-on-one together. She's inside of Brand Mary Academy. She is an Australian photographer, a photographer in Australia, and she also travels. One of the reasons that she loves doing wedding photography is because she didn't have a photographer for her wedding, and that's something that she really wishes that she would have had. So that's one piece of it. And then she also, kind of piece of her brand story and her product story is that she, and she shares this publicly, but she she was adopted. And so she didn't have these like photos growing up of like her, her you know, birth family. And when she finally met her grandmother, she showed her all of these photos of their wedding and their childhood and all that. And she's like, oh my gosh, like this is so important. It's so memorable. So again, do not forget about how important brand storytelling is when building your business. The third one, and I've kind of hinted at this already, but I want to give some more details, are those client stories. So Client social proof, whatever you want to call it, is really, really important when you're building your brand. If you're just starting out, you might only have a testimonial or two. And yes, free services and stuff, you can put those testimonials on your website. Many of you have done like free calls or had beta testers and you don't have testimonials on your website, please put them up because they will help you sell, right? They will help, they build trust. They've seen that someone has done this. When you go to the Brand Mary Academy sales page, when I give you that link in just a few minutes, you're gonna see videos and written testimonials from our clients. So that's one element of it. Testimonials, where they're sharing their story or their experience with your product or your service. And then the other one is the one I talked about before, a case study, right? Where you're asking your clients to say, you know, where were you at before you had access to this product or service? What was life like? How did you, how did your experience change? How did you, did you feel supported through the process? What were the end results and how did that make you feel? And then you can craft a beautiful story. So again, we do this a lot when we're promoting Brand Mary Academy specifically, and it's really powerful. And inside of our storytelling um, modules inside of the Academy, we actually give you a script where you can get, ask your audience these specific questions. Okay, again, my mouth moving faster than my brain. All right. And then the last one are micro stories, okay? And these are some of my favorite stories to talk about. These are those relatable everyday stories that tie into your business and build connection with your audience. These are the types of stories that you really wanna go through your filter, okay? Because not every single thing that happens in your life needs to be shared. Again, not every single thing that happens in your life needs to be shared on the internet. I know sometimes it feels like it does, but it doesn't, all right? And so this is, these are things that happen like walking through the grocery store or something your kiddo says to you or something a client said to you or a realization that you had while walking the dog. You know, like these are those types of stories. They're really focused on a moment in time. They're typically micro in nature, shorter in nature, but they're a fantastic way to build connection with your audience. So think when you go through your filter, I'll give you some examples. When you run these through your filter, you might ask yourself, um, what are the fears that my ideal customer is facing? Is this something I've experienced before? 
is what my audience is going through, a struggle that they're having right now, something I've experienced? How can I share a story around that? Is what my audience desiring now something I used to desire? This is a big one for me because when I first started my business, I wanted nothing more than to travel. I wanted the time freedom to travel and build a business and take time off for extended periods of time. And this is a story I share a lot because I know my audience wants the same thing. They want this freedom to travel with their family, go to new places, experience life to the fullest. And so I will often incorporate this as a micro story because I am fortunate to do that now thanks to my business. So again, creating these micro stories around my travels and the things I used to dream about that are really relatable to my audience because they're desiring the same thing or something similar. So these again are small stories. You'll typically see these um, in emails, on your blog, social media, if you're using social media, different things like that. Kimberly said, I dislike social. I want to grow without them, period. That's why I was drawn to you. I love that, Kimberly. So we do teach specific strategies that don't involve social media at all. But if you're like me and you love using social media for your, not to grow your audience, but to nurture your audience, we also share really fun ways to do that as well, typically through brand storytelling. Hey. So when you're thinking of micro stories, think about those relatable um, pieces of content things that are happening every day to you. I recommend my clients have an idea bank, something on their phone where they just jot down stories as they happen. One of the stories that I first shared with my audience was when I was starting my business, I was like in Facebook groups because that was like the thing. And I was asking people like, oh my gosh, how do you run a business at home? I'm leaving my nine to five. How do you structure your day? What does this look like? And everyone was like, definitely take like an hour to meditate every single day. Definitely give yourself, you know, 45 minutes to an hour of silence. And I was like, that's not possible. But I tried it, right? Like, of course I tried it because I was like, I'll take any advice right now. So I was trying that and I was, I felt like I was failing. And I remember send, I sent this email and I opened up about that. And I basically gave my audience permission to create a morning routine or a way of grounding themselves in whatever amount of time that they have. I started doing like five to 10 minutes of meditating. And I started sharing that with my audience. That was the first email that I started getting responses and clicks through to like work with me, even though I wasn't promoting anything because of that connection piece. All right. So that was just a relatable story that I was going through in that moment that I shared with my audience that I knew would be super valuable to them. Laura says, wow, the story about the importance of family photos is a great one. Isn't it? I love it. I love helping my clients identify stories. All right. Really quick. Some tips for you. Stories can be one to two sentences. Again, I gave you that example of being in, I gave you a bunch of examples. I don't plan on giving one. I gave you a bunch of examples. They don't have to be paragraphs and paragraphs and pages and pages. They can be one to two sentences. Knowing your audience will help you determine if a story will resonate with them. And I gave you an example of that, kind of like the meditation story. Stories don't always need to be real. Now, I don't want you to just make up a bunch of stuff, but if you don't have a bunch of client testimonials, you can also, as I mentioned, create stories that are centered around your ideal customer and inviting them to kind of step into it, their imagination or a fictitious story. So maybe it's something around the lines of, I know every single day you wake up thinking about building your business, building your business to a point where you can take off with your family and go travel through Italy for two weeks, knowing that you are experiencing the time freedom that you crave while still building your financial empire. I want you to know that that is absolutely possible for you and here is how you do it. That is a story, right? We, we imagined that, we felt that, 
that wasn't about a specific person, but the character was your audience that you are speaking to. And again, stories might be your own personal personal experience, but they aren't for you. So always make sure that you're thinking of your ideal customer through this process. And always when you're sharing micro stories, a great rule of thumb is to think of a moment in time. It'll help the story actually be micro, right? You won't try to cram too much in a short space. So really think about a specific moment in time when you're sharing those stories. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram, and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM, and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.